fam uh we missed you yeah like i missed this being in this room yeah like oh we've been so busy so busy but uh thank you guys for tuning in for the episodes that we have dropped i hope you guys have loved them again if you have not watched those run it back real quick you know um check those out get to know us a little bit and also hear our conversation about ghosting and patience yes because that was solid we got some great feedback on that i love that um but today is gonna be a little different than the usual conversations uh since we haven't been here in a while we're gonna do a little kind of update you guys on what we've been dealing with and what we've been going on not really dealing with but what we've been uh going through yeah um and what we've been up to so enjoy uh <laughs> grab some popcorn if you can <laughs> some snacks some yeah juice, you know some drink crackers. some water well, i don't drink none of those but water i only promote water but um but yeah so in the past couple of weeks we've had some events um that have been very heavy on the spiritual heavy on the spirit heavy on the spirit like it was amazing no for real what we had we had maverick city mm. we had youth camp mm. and you know personal endeavors man yeah personal endeavors this man is a creative you know so <laughs> well if you don't if you don't know go back and listen you'll, yeah, you'll find out real. um but just to go to maverick city bro come on this man had vip passes and he he just like talking about we went to Ma- nah you went to Maverick <laughs> City and like met them yeah bro tell us about that how was it that? was great man um you know I got VIP tickets and I met Kurt Franklin and the Call meeting me greet and uh well <laughs> but it was great man it was it was very you know inspiring yeah and I was inspired just to be in that presence with them because they're all anointed mm-hmm. they, they were dropping gems they were just like man they were good. You know? How was how was Kirk's like energy? Because I know like seeing him on the stage, Bro, I know it was just like ah. He he, I was just oh my eyes are so big like this. Like, yeah, because he's just. <laughs> Break dancing, Ener- like, bro. Energetic. Energetic. At a, at, how old is that man? I don't even know. He he. Like, somebody's hey, Kirk, dad. If you watch this, we love you, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you peep it yet, but but no, like he had a lot of energy. He was a great entertainer and great singer, great worshiper. Uh, it was just amazing. I saw him at some dance movie. I was just like, oh, I can't even do that. No. Oh, it's what he's oh yeah, he, uh, I think he jumped up in the air and did the, like, yeah. did the split. I was like, dang, bro. I had so much energy. Bro, so that's, much. that's amazing, bro. My experience is a little different. Um, I was in the back well, <laughs> in a lawns, yeah. <laughs> lawn CD, standing in the grass, you yeah. know. Uh, but nah, bro, that, that concert was something different just mm-hmm. to really see you know, everybody just praising at the same time. At the same time. And Kirk pointed it out, was like, we got white people out here. We got <laughs> black people out here. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look at what God is doing. Yes. I'm praising right next to a white person. The equality is there, you yeah. know? And, like, he, I love the fact that he brought up, you know, just about the things that we are going yeah. through right now because times are, are a little rough. But, like, just seeing, just seeing everybody just embrace their moment of being in the Holy Spirit and yeah. being with God. Was such a great presence to be, and then for that to be followed up with camp. Yeah, Ugh. I had Man. to take a deep breath, bro, because 
bro, camp was like phenomenal. Before I get into this, I'm just gonna tell you, if you have never experienced a camp, a youth camp, go to a youth camp at your local church. If you have not gone to the church, get involved in the church. Yeah, go see where you where God wants you to fit in. Mm-hmm. But that camp experience was by far the greatest spiritual experience I've ever had. No, definitely. Like while pouring into others. I felt God pouring into me, and wow. just to feel that was just like, wow. No, definitely. Let's go into it real quick, because that was like a four-day event. Yeah. Shout out to Grace Youth. Um, that, for for Elisha to to build that platform, no, first definitely. off, like, that was great. That's yeah. great experience overall. How is it a youth camp? And, like, I got a lot out of it. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> that should just be Grace Camp. Yeah, um, But, nah, man, it was Monday through Thursday, and, bro, that first night of service, that's when I like it hit me. I was just like, "Oh, this week is about to be different." Yeah. Mornings like, into miracles, man. Oh, that one, bro. Like, hit Tyshawn. Past Tyshawn really hit that man. Yeah, definitely. And to see the the youth, you know, pour out their their love for Jesus. Yeah. Cr- pour out their cry for Jesus. Yeah. It was just so powerful to see. Yeah, and it was our it was our first time too, so that's how you know God is God is working in us. Like being filled, being filled in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because I remember telling you, man, I don't even you, I don't even know if I'm going. I don't, I don't want to go, bro. You, know? you, you literally made a last like day before decision. Yeah, it was, this man hit me up like, hey, I'm about to come pick up my my camp stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to camp. I'm like, word, like, let's <laughs> go, come on. So that that was like a a great moment of this character development for us, mm-hmm. you know, because it, new pers- new ground, right? You know that God can work in. And I, and through that process, each night, it was a it was a chance to impact young lives, mm-hmm. and and an example of what I've been through, that they're going through, mm-hmm. and some things that I never been through, but helping them understand Man. what they're going through, you know, mm-hmm. bro. And I, I just it just hit me just now. Um, the first time that I actually had a conversation with with uh, Elisha, uh, Pastor E. Um, he was, you know, kind of getting to know each other. Yeah. <clears throat> He's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like I want to be in a youth. But at this time, I truly did not know that he was a youth pastor. Yeah. Um, but I, I talked to him a little bit after. So I was like, man, like that right there was, that was it. <laughs> like, that was it. I realized where I need to be. No, for real. Um, so, bro, but I went off topic on that. <laughs> How was night two for you, bro? Because I missed that one. Yeah, night two was really... Um, Talking about like anxiety, pornography, things that are mm. that are that the young generation that you know everyone's dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, in that in that time, and he uh, it was just amazing that so many kids came up to the altar to confess what they're dealing to with, to be vulnerable, to be vulnerable, Man. transparent, and honest about what they're doing. Then even after the fact, kids coming up to me because I had high schoolers coming up to me saying, "Hey, can I talk to you about this? I don't know how to deal with this," like. I, I know it's bad. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but can you help me with it? Mm-hmm. It was a chance to share my testimony with what I've been through to help them understand mm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, God is still loving God, no matter what. You know, you have a purpose. Right. And it was just a. It was like, it was just great. You know, it was just great. You know, like God was really working in me on a, becoming a leader in that as in that aspect. Yeah. Know? Man, I, I wish I got to really experience that because I was on rec staff. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out to my rec staff, folks. Yes, I love yeah, y'all. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, we had chances to lead sometimes, yeah. but uh, to be in it every day of it 
Yeah. Like, how was your experience with that? Because so, you were in the, like, y'all were in the cabins together, right? Yeah, in the right? cabins together. Yeah. So, like, them them high schoolers or something else, okay? <laughs> high school boys. Cause we I remember myself in high school. Bro, I know it was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was boy. It was some boys. They, they, they smelly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> they smelly. But it was, it was good, bro. It was real good. We had small groups, and we had chance to discuss. Um, I think how it worked was the night, the night before we'll talk about what, the pastor talked about mm-hmm. and we had more in depth of more gatherings, you know, of just like, let's go deeper into what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So it was just great to hear different perspectives and different testimonies and different things that they've been through and then helping them with it. So this leading, this leading them and just being an example was really good. That's amazing, bro. That is really amazing. And for me to even not be in that leadership, like, <clears throat> well, still leadership, but not want to say first person with the leadership yeah. um i still had a few that like i, I chopped it up with yeah. outside of you know playing back bro they got me to play basketball <laughs> i yo i haven't hooped <laughs> in so long since the last time i hoop is when i tore my achilles bro oh, i was out there balling one four games in a row yeah but i did feel it afterwards though yeah. i'm not i'm not 18 <laughs> no more dog <laughs> i got i had to tell myself bro but the relationships that i was able to build bro and, and the conversations that i was able to have with the youth man it was it was even powerful then like just being on the outside so i can only imagine what it was like but like even like that being said like each night Mm -hmm. that was every night for you it was every night you know just Mm -hmm. like sharing that you know this this being there for them they're being vulnerable right four days right and we're still chatting it up yeah holding them accountable and just trying to lead them in the right Mm -hmm. direction so bro i think the the greatest example that you set because i saw you out there doing service bro what to be able to pour, like I said, to be able to pour into them and then also allow God to pour into you, bro. Yeah, that definitely. is that is big, bro. We praise together too. No, for like real. that go to camp. Go to camp. For go sure. go be a leader <laughs> at camp. I can't even I cannot I'm 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 gonna keep saying I'm probably say it all all this episode. Go to camp. Go to camp. For sure. <laughs> go to a youth camp. Pour into the youth. Be poured into. I promise you, it will be the, the greatest spiritual moment of your life for because real. it was mine. Yeah, like I, everybody that I talk to, they have the same exact reaction. <laughs> I really wish I can live a camp week every week. No, for real. <laughs> like, don't even go to work. Just, <laughs> let's just go to camp. Like, we live in camp month in month out. Month let's go, um, man. I know I haven't really done much like for myself personally outside yeah. of besides work. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been pretty busy. So, been work, church, all that good stuff. Uh, how was your trip, bro? You went on a, on a yeah. creative journey. Me and my boy Casey, shout out to Casey. One shout take, out to that guy. One take Casey. One take, hey, hold on, wait. We got to put that right. One take Casey. We're going to put that right there. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to him, man. Um, we went to go shoot a wedding. Um, not any normal wedding, but a Nigerian wedding. Mm. And it was two days. It was a two-day wedding. Mm. One was on Thursday and one was on Sunday. One was uh, cultural and one was just traditional, and it was it was pow- it was it, not, it was powerful, but it was just amazing overall. Bro, I went to a Nigerian wedding last year, yeah, um, and I went to the the ceremony before the wedding. Mm. Um, I can't remember exactly the right terms for it, but yeah. it was like where everybody met up at the house, mm. you know, like the wife and the uh, the wife and the husband. They met there as well and did this whole. Bro, it was yeah, yeah, such yeah. an experience. Yeah, it is. Like I'm looking at my people, like, bro, for real. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> like, aren't we from? Where am I from? Bro, like, I don't know. Real. I'm not from here. Like, for real. <laughs> and it and it and really, I was texting my mom during the trip. Like, man, I see my roots, man. Yeah, like, this is our like this is. I I appreciate it. And I honor it. Like, 
it's it's amazing. I ate good. I was eating, eating Ooh, good every time. Man, hey, bro, just give me some jollof rice. Hey, for real. Some plantains. I'm Ooh, good. Dang, real. I might have to go uh, go to go to post after Uh-oh. this. Chop, <laughs> go chop, go chop and block. Chop and block. Ooh, boy, shout them out. Hey, that that right there. I'm, I'm, what time is it? Yeah, we got time. No, nah, we'll do that. <laughs> but it was great, man. It, it was a bonding moment with my boy Casey. Man, we learned a lot, you know, and. I had opportunity to just to pour into people, the people that we saw on, on the streets, and just interact with people just in the Chicago. So it was, yeah. it was real nice. That's solid, bro, man. You and KC together are, y'all are solid, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thankful to know both of y'all, but I'm trying to convince my mom to get both of y'all to record a wedding. So <laughs> we gonna we gonna see if <laughs> that works because y'all create some magic, man. Yeah, um, that. That's that's beautiful, bro. But outside of that, um, should we get into these questions yeah. now? We asked. Instagram about some questions, asking some questions. We got, we got a few of them. Yeah, we got we got some some real good questionnaires yeah. out there. Let's see. We gonna go. I'm gonna try to say the best for last. Yeah. I don't even know where to start, honestly, because <laughs> these these questions were were pretty good. Yeah. So the first one was, um, what are some ways we suffer? or can suffer as believers for Jesus. Hmm. And this one was followed up with another question, but I want to answer this one first because I feel like the follow-up for this is like the answer for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, what are some ways we suffer or can suffer as believers for Jesus? And I think it's ignoring the presence hmm. of God, right? Um, and not being present when you're in the presence. Wow. Um, when I, um, I, I think back to when I was in high school, you know, yeah. Uh, or fresh out of high school going to church, maybe between like the 18 and 24 age, right? I would go and praising wouldn't really be like, it would just be like, oh, I'm there, hands up, cool. Like I went to church, check the box, you know? But now it's more intentional. Like I go to church now, I'm hands up, not touching my phone, phone goes, do not disturb. Like this time is for God and God only, nothing else. And I'm just so much more aware of the presence. Um, I feel like, the moments when I find myself suffering is when I'm not resting in his presence wow. or if I'm not aware, if I'm being unaware of his presence. Yeah. Um, that's my experience of feeling like how we can suffer. What's yours? What's that follow-up question? Because The follow-up, it's how important is rest to believers and how can we achieve it? And I feel like what you just ended on was like not resting, you know? I feel like... I'll be transparent. Like right now, I feel like I'm in a suffering season of uh, not resting. You know, it's biblical. It says we need a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. God rested, you know. So I feel like not resting and not bringing, being intentional in resting because obviously we can take a break. We can sit down. We can do a whole lot, sleep all day. But being intentional in God's presence can really, you know, bump up some stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in our lives. But not being intentional, we can suffer a whole lot. And every, every, what you were saying earlier is like being, you know, discernment is important. Yep. We got to have discernment. You know, Preach. Being in, the, being in the God's presence will increase your discernment. Hey, turn left, turn right, because the Holy Spirit is speaking to every day, mm-hmm. every second, you know. Mm-hmm. Go talk to him. Turn left, turn right, do this, do this. You got you to gotta be in rest, be in his presence, resting in his presence then, you know, lack of suffering. Right. You know? Man, you just hit that one. This next one says, 
what type of standards should be set for leadership within the church? Mm. This is, this is, mm. I don't really know how to answer that because the type of standard that should be set for leadership is really what the pastor says, right? So the pastor is the one that leads the entire church. So meaning that he leads the leaders. The example that the pastor sets is the standard that is going to be set overall for the church. But if we're speaking biblically, biblically, (laughs) couldn't say that. Um, It's what the Bible speaks of. Like the Bible tells us to not sin, Mm -hmm. to not, well, to not kill, steal, those things, not lie. Love your neighbor. Um, That's the standard. The Bible gives us standards that we should live by. So as far as within the church, we should not only live by these standards in the church, but also outside the church. Because we are the church. Mm-hmm. Am I preaching? Am I reaching? I don't preaching. think I'm reaching right now. Preaching. <laughs> um, so as far as that, yes, what type of standards should be set for leadership within the church? The standards that the Bible speak on. For real. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Mm-hmm. Don't do any of those things. That's good. Ask God for forgiveness. That's it. I, I can't really, I can't really, I can't fit. I can't, I can't add on that. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's it. like cherry on top. <laughs> um, let's see. How can we be better suited as Christians to give advice? Um, I think on that one, just really seeking the Lord, seeking the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and just really not, not saying things too fast, mm. you know? Because no matter what, like trying to give advice, you have to meditate on that, pray about it, mm-hmm. then give them the, the correct advice from what the Lord has said. You know? Right. Because you don't want to be at a point of giving. Yes, it's your own opinion. It's what you've been through, your own opinion. But you want to have the what God is speaking through you. Mm-hmm. You know. So really, for that one, is just giving the best advice is just really seeking the Lord to give the best advice. Mm-hmm. Man, and it takes me back to uh, the the word that Ray preached on mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, in the obsession um, series, yeah. uh, and it was the the one love worth dying for. Wow. Um, and he talked about the agape love. Wow. I can't even pronounce these words, man. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, what is this? <laughs> the the philia, which is brotherly love, yeah. and then the storeg, which is family love. Yeah. Um, but it just give advice without judgment, yeah. but give advice with love. Yeah. Because if just look at yourself, right? If you want someone to give you advice, you want it to come from a great place in their heart. Mm. Meaning it's going to come from love, not yeah. from judgment. Yeah. We can't judge others for whatever we say. So when you give advice, do it with love in the best place of your heart. This isn't a question, but this is like a <laughs> statement that is like key. It's critical. Ooh. It's critical to be good stewards of the money we have and earn, especially as Christians. Yes. That's good. Give your 10%. And I'll be honest, I struggled with mm. giving. And it was more so of a, like attending a church that made giving look like it was something that we would be like that God would look at us and be like, oh, you, you're terrible. Like mm. you're not welcomed here. Wow. Right. I went to this church that was just whenever they talk about giving, it was like a 30 minute conversation right. or not even a 30 minute story about how important it is to them. And that kind of turned me away from the from giving. Yeah. But it was upon myself for even having that because I did not read afterwards to get the better understanding of mm-hmm. giving. 
I just took that word and was like, ah, nah. I built my own like wow. my own assumption off of that rather than actually reading the word, listening to what the word says. The Bible speaks on giving your 10%. Yeah. I do feel like sometimes some churches got to go overboard <laughs> with it, you know, like say, give the verse. <laughs> but that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. you know, like the Bible speaks on it. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. The only way to be a good Christian, I mean, still won't be good, but live biblically. Yeah. Like whatever the Bible says, we have to do and agree to. And mm-hmm. that's really, you know, that's just the major thing for Christians, no, I would for say. Um, got to steward that. Yeah, for sure. We got. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what happened? This man said, <laughs> friends that cut off their immaculate beard, block wow. them or forgive them. Dang, we didn't even point that out. Bro, for real, you, you look different. Y'all notice anything? Uh, tell me. Tell me in the comments if y'all notice something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. Um, wow. But nah, I think you should forgive your friends for cutting off their beard. Yeah, that's, because the, you, that's the greatest miracle. Hey, We learned that in camp. Hey, God spoke, God spoke a lot to me about that beard, man. Like, <laughs> I, I want to just say one thing, man. I, I realized, um, like, God had done a lot inside of me. Yeah. And I didn't do anything for him outside, well, you know, like I looked the same it. when God was working. Yeah. But to show the work that God did, I was like, I literally prayed on get my beard cut, bro. I had that beard for eight years. Dang. I had such a connection to it. Eight years. Bro, I had such a, such a strong connection to it. And I'm like, why? Hmm. You know? And there was a moment that I thought, well, not that I thought, but that I went through where I felt like women just. Like, they love touching my beard. They yeah. love lusting over my beard, like, wow. doing all this stuff. Bro, there's been some times that I've been chilling with a woman, and they were like, oh, like, your beard is so nice. Like, I love it. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm i not, like, I'm not here for you to do that. Like, yeah. I don't have my shirt off. <laughs> wow. Like, and that it, it kind of made me feel like I was literally nude or something. Yeah. So I was like, hey, man, like, God, help me with this. Like, what should I do? Yeah. It's gone. Cut that beard. I remember you sending that video in our chat. I was like, dang, boy, cut the beard. I never thought, I never thought I'd see the day that I cut my beard, bro. But honestly, it was worth it. No, for real. God spoke to me through that. Obedience right there. Yeah. Bro, another question. I love this one right here. So being transparent, how much is too much? Mm. How much is too Too much? much. (laughs) Too much. For me? I feel like transparency has no, like, limit. Mm. Like, there is no limit you can set on transparency because um, myself, I'm an open book. Yeah. Right? And That's facts. It's, like, you can't, I cannot withhold myself as far as what I've gone through, yeah. what God has done in me. Mm. I can't hold that back because I don't know that what I've gone through might change someone else's perspective, mm. right? So, as far as being transparent, I don't think there's a such thing as being too much. Now, it depends on the level of transparency or the conversation of transparency. If you're being transparent about yourself or a situation or you're being transparent about, like, something that someone did to you, relax a little bit. <laughs> like, don't be too transparent or you make them, like, feel like, you know, I hate you. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but as far as transparency, man, I walk, like, my feet touch the ground 100% transparent, like, always about myself. I feel that because... Um Shout out to our first interview, uh, our first podcast. I'm still learning you, bro. And I and that being said, it's like you are mad transparent. And yeah. It's like it's opening me up to be more. I'm transparent, but being more transparent, you know, like being truth and honest to everyone. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that's good. 
I'm learning from you now. Like that's that's good that you're that you are transparent because you'd be I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. yeah it yeah. also makes me think about I actually just had this conversation the other day, but it makes me think about um how people will say like I'll treat them the way they treat me. Mm. Right. And it causes us to to hide our transparency. Wow. But it also affects our character. That's good. Because we are letting someone else's actions dictate our character yeah. meaning you're letting them control your character well i will never change my my actions or my character with somebody else based on the way that they treat me mm. like if you treat me bad i'm still gonna love you <laughs> like hey i see you if i if i don't like you i'm still giving you a hug yeah. now yeah. i can't i gotta be honest <laughs> that was not me all the time <laughs> like that was not me all Square the time up. bro Square like if I, I i had this thing about like um elders you know they say respect your elders and I always, I always tell my mom, like, hey, my elders don't respect me. Like, I'm not, I, I can't be like, hey, I'm not going to respect you. But then I realized, like, I was not being myself. Wow. Like, I can't sit up here and let someone disrespect me. And now I'm fighting their character with their character, not mm. my character. Well, I'd rather good. go at you with my character and make you look at me differently. Like, wow. Or maybe make you look at yourself and be like, dang, was I wrong for that? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a story right there. For real. Maybe we got to add that to a topic. <laughs> Transparency. Transparency. <laughs> All right. Relationships and social media. Should I avoid it, quote unquote, toxic, or use it, or use the support that it gives? That's a good one. That is a great one, bro, because I feel like social media has ruined our generation. Uh-huh. It has ruined, like, TikTok, Instagram. All like Twitter, bro. Does, does Hinge count as uh, count as social media, <laughs> bro? Uh, I I really want to have a topic about dating apps because dating apps, bro, have completely ruined single people. <laughs> I'm counting myself, well, it has ruined us, well, bro. Are we gonna speak. I, I want to say this one thing, bro. Th- these dating apps give us these tons of options yeah. that we are not supposed to have. Well. We are not supposed to have all these options. I was literally talking to someone last night and was just like, you can be on Hinge and you see one person. It's like, oh, this person is so attractive. Like, I like, you know, I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. You see the next person that you like. Now, oh, wow. Like, this person is, bro, that's doing something to our minds. Y'all not see that. That's deep. <laughs> like, it is doing something to our mind to make us crave and want that attention from other people. Wow. Like, and that goes back with social media as well. Like, it can be positive or negative mm-hmm. because Instagram, you can, it all depends on how you, how you use it. You know? Right. But you get to a point if you're on it 24 mm-hmm. 7, you get to put your, pl- like, I, like, being transparent right now, like, I used to be like, man, everyone's brand's going up, everyone's going crazy, da 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 da. They're, pop, they're successful. It, it 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 came to a point where I was comparing myself mm. to them, you know. So I would say, like for that question, it's like just limit yourself, parent yourself mm-hmm. with social media, take right. breaks, you know, mm-hmm. because you get too much of anything is too nothing. <laughs> too much of something equals nothing. What movie? It was from a movie, but my, my I'll give you guys my actual answer on this now because I went somewhere completely different. We went left. But it was good. Though. <laughs> that, it was good. Hey, um, all right, so relationships and social media, should I avoid it, toxic, because it's toxic, or use the support it gives? Um, as far as a relationship and social media, um, I believe that you should be extremely intentional, as you mm-hmm. said, how you use it. Um, make sure that you're not following um, 
things that are going to cause lust yeah. or going to cause temptation. Um, because the Bible speaks, lust is technically cheating. Mm. So, I mean, if you're following the, t- the kind of women that will cause you to lust for them, well, you have to be honest with your wife or your girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? And it, it makes me think about a pastor that uh, mentioned that uh, he had a woman walk into his church and he, like, lusted over her. Wow. And he immediately told his wife and he told the church, bro, do you know how vulnerable you have to be to tell your church, hey, there was a woman that walked in here and I <laughs> lusted over her. I'm just letting y'all know because I'm not perfect. Wow. But, yes, that, relationships with social media, make good. sure that you're following things that are going to add growth to your relationship, yeah. not, add, not add toxicity to your relationship. Yeah. Example, I follow a lot of biblical pages now. Um, mm-hmm. I used to follow women who posted bikini pictures and all that. Yeah, I, I, There's still a few that I do, but I don't lust over those. Like, yeah. I'll just, like, scroll past. I won't even give a like. But if I'm in a relationship, those accounts are gone. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see that, you know? Like, yeah. no reason. So, I mean, whatever it is you have that is looking at another woman in a bikini, get rid of it. Yeah. You don't need it. And, yeah, and don't really... For the creators out there, don't compare your work to any other any other creative because, you know, I used to overthink all the time back in the day. Like, man, my da-da-da-da, because for the likes, I want the likes, I want the likes, da-da-da-da. Don't even matter about that because we got our own gift, you know what I'm saying? Bro, and that takes me to think about a book that my old pastor, um, Pastor Keith Craft, wrote called Your Divine Fingerprint. Mm. And in that book, he talks about how there's no other fingerprint like yours. Wow. Look at that fingerprint as your work. There's no other work out there like yours. Dang. You cannot look at somebody else's work and be like, I want that. Yeah. Nah. Look at their work, study it, mm-hmm. but perfect it be for yourself. Yeah, be inspired. Bro. Add it to what you're doing, but make it your own thing. Add a twist to it. For real. Make that yours. That's good. Your defined fingerprint. That's good. That's it. Um, let's see. What else we got? Church hurt. Uh-oh. Ooh. I just felt the room shake. Let's say let's Hold save on. that one. Let's save let's that. Let's save one. that. All right, all right, all right. We're going to save that one real quick. All right, what are the biggest boundaries in a long-term relationship/friendship? That's a, that's a good one. That's a, we all know that one. What? What you what you about to say? Go <laughs> ahead. You got that. You got that. Communication, man. Come Com- on now. Honesty and communication. Honesty like, and communication. I think it's important to inform friends, inform your spouse, yeah. however you may feel about them, have that conversation because it, it, it prevents, we tend, as humans, we tend to build um, assumptions on situations, on relationships, on okay. friendships, or whatever it is, when really it wasn't meant that way. For real. Right? We all have grown differently. <laughs> we all have different stories. For real. <laughs> we all came together to, to be, you know, to meet as one, right? Yeah, so I can't take the things that I've learned about my childhood and my life and keep that on you for the things you learned in your childhood and your life. Yeah. Because then I would just like have us like basically just bickering and fighting like, Hey bro, I don't like you, bro. I don't like the way you made this. For like, real. and I even had to check myself, you know, like I may say something sometimes mm. that may sound bad to like coming off, but I never, bro, I never come from a bad place, but I catch myself. Like yeah. there's, I've, I've had to like really learn to bite my tongue a lot. Because I speak what comes to my mind, but I don't really speak it from a place that is negative. I well, speak it from a place that's positive because that's I, I love everybody that I meet, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's like, hey, this is love, you know? Um, yeah, so communication and honesty is, like, the biggest boundaries in the long term 
uh, relationship, friendship. Like, you should definitely understand and know who it is you're a friend with and yeah. in a relationship with. Like, you will never, if you don't communicate, everybody changes by the day. Yeah. And that that's, what is it? What is it again? Uh, what are the biggest boundaries in, in a long-term relationship slash friendship? I would say, too, to always define the relationship, too, because, you know, that's another DTR. DTR. You know, you got to define the relationship because I struggle with that. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. <laughs> like, I struggle with that. Like, it's I sometimes hide my feelings for others. Mm. Like, because I know the only reason why I do it because I try to prep my words right. Like I told wow. you, I say things that come off. Like, off the top of my head, I just say it, right? Yeah. But I try to build it you know Definitely. but i try i i don't hold on to it to where it builds up and it's like hey whoa terry relax yeah. <laughs> nah but i i definitely i definitely struggle with dtrs bro yeah. so define the relationship and commute is obviously communication but that's a that's another tactic in that relationship friendship of like hey man what's going on we've been hanging out for mm-hmm. so long like what are we doing you right facts facts all right we're gonna go back to this one church I just I just got a burp out of nowhere. Maybe that's the Holy Spirit. Like, hey, relax. Hold on now. Wow. <laughs> All right. Church hurt. Should you jump to another church or actually do what the Bible says and yeah. forgive? That's brutal right there. Cause I didn't jump the church once. Once. Yeah. Wow. Maybe twice. I've jumped the church. <laughs> um and I mean, it was like I, I even like I said it. It was just the the whole giving aspect. I was yeah. just like, Ugh, I don't know how I feel about that, you know. But I think my answer for that, um, I think you should not jump to another church. I think you should take the problems that you have with the church to the pastor of the church, mm. um, make them aware of what's going on, and if it's something that they're preaching, you know, try to talk to them to get a better understanding of what they're preaching because you like we may have a. A different way of um, uh, comprehending what they're trying to say, yeah. right? But if we have the actual face-to-face conversation rather than the pastor to the congregation, mm-hmm. you'll have a different perspective of the church. Yeah, like I am not afraid to go to my pastor if I need him. Like, hey, can you explain this for me real quick? Yeah, like, um, what's your thoughts on that? Man, um, being in ministry for a while now, um, I would say I have two answers for that. This really just, you know. The first one would be, man, like, don't don't let that circumstance change mm-hmm. what God is doing in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let what don't let that affect what God is doing in that moment, because obviously people it the church is full of sinners. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, and a lot of times it's not intentional that they're hurting your feelings right. you know, or your church hurt or they did something to you, but really just reflect on what God is doing within your life and your surroundings. Because let's say, let's say you're a great leader, right? And you get hurt and you leave, you have people under you mm. that you're just like leaving for you're forsaking, you know, mm. you're just leaving. So really just reflect on what God is doing within your life and just focus on that. Mm-hmm. And another thing is just like, man, like you said earlier, go to the, go to the leaders because they probably don't know right. what's happening within their church right. because they're the pastor, you know? They have a lot to, to manage. You know, and I, I've, I've been in that situation, and I just really had to just really reflect on it. Like, Lord, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? Okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. 
So that's my perspective on it. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, focus on what, what God, be obedient. Because yeah. if God's going to tell you leave, if he's telling you leave, leave. If he's not, stay. Right. Another thing, like, feelings ain't facts. Woo. Feelings ain't facts, bro. We clap it. We clap it. We clap it. <laughs> feelings ain't facts because to a point, once you reflect on that and listen, seek the Lord and understand what's going on, they would tend to be like, man, I'm sorry, man. Because this imagine if you just reacted on feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. Where would you be? Where would you be? This world would be hurt, bro. <laughs> this world would be hurt. Yes. If so I like, reacted on my feelings, man, oh, nobody would love me. Bro. I got to take my feelings to God sometimes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that for that, like, man, for that answer, don't let your circumstance change what God is doing in your life. Because if you do, if you let feelings change the circ- like what you're doing, you're gonna be gone, bro. Yeah, man. I've learned. I've learned my lesson. Oof. You know, we got two more on this one, and Uh-oh. I got a couple more uh, after that. So this one says, "Wait, I gotta go back and read this one." Shout out to shout out to Bryce. We getting squirt right now, bro. Um, y'all don't know what that word is. It's a it's a creative thing <laughs> that they that they said on during camp. But he said, "Where and when are you filming? Let me come watch." Hey, bro, pull up. I text him, he come, he come, <laughs> he at work. Um, but this question is understanding God's purpose for you. How do you understand it? Slash, no. Hmm. That one is like one thing that I I love to get people together, right? I love to talk to people, um, and it's like I. I know what my purpose is in a way, but I'm still waiting for it to be truly revealed. Mm. Right. Um, but I pray and ask God to use me in the way that he wants me to be used. Right. And I see it like daily, mm. like just, you know, the, from the, from the way that I'm able to bounce from, I've always been this way, even in high school. Um, I would be the person to hang out with multiple different like friend groups. Mm. I feel that. And that kind of showed me like your purpose is to be there for, you know, be there for people or bring wow. joy to people. That's good. <laughs> like, what hints, we doing? hints and rapture, <laughs> you know, um, but I'm able to relate to a lot of people, like not just one group of people, one group of people. I can relate to all in some way, shape or form. Yeah. That's what I realized. Um, but how do you understand it? Slash. No. Oh, I don't know. Can you answer that? Commit all your ways to the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, come on! Hey, come on! And hey, things that, will come to pass. Hey, man, <laughs> that Psalms it's in Psalms. But no, I would say for that that Bible verse, that is a great question because I think I'm in that season. I'm committing all my ways. Deli- no, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit all your ways to Him, and things will come to pass. That's the pa- that's the scripture. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You going from the mind, not the book. You good? <laughs> so that, like, man. I think just really seeking the Lord and really just meditating, like we said earlier, resting in the Lord, he will He will give you dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. He will give you dreams and visions. Of, hey, go here, do this, the sermon. He will give you that, and then you will know, hey, I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like we talked about earlier, I, didn't, I wasn't planning on going to camp, but I was there, and I got sharpened, and I grew my skills, and I, 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 I know it added more... 
levels to where I need to go and mm-hmm. what I need to do, mm-hmm. you know? So just really just seeking the Lord and really just meditating in his word and committing all your ways to him and delighting in him can really help you discover and really understand where you need to be in your calling and mm-hmm. purpose, you know? Mm. That's a good one. Because that's like, man, that's like my life, to be honest, is really understanding my purpose. And it always goes back to seeking the Lord Yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Amen. Come on, bro. Um, I was about to read that one, but that question that I was about to read is actually a good follow-up for the other one. So I'm going to do a little quick promo. Um, <laughs> best ways to build a brand outside of social media. Yeah. You want to go ahead and shout that out? Man, create Houston on August 20th. August 20th. Let's go. Come on now. Y'all come because we got, it's our second event. Shout out to Trey Martinez, man. We are going to go crazy, man. It's going to be a great workshops um, throughout the day and at night. We're going to have a little gathering with vendors. So come, come check it out. Oh, we're going to have a workshop during the day. That is, that's actually we're gonna Trey, have, man. You look, you the goat, bro. We're going to have leadership, photography, branding, understanding everything. Just come check it out. That's For amazing. Real. That's amazing. Hey, if you did not go to the last Create Houston event. You do not want to miss this one. Like, I am speaking from a uh, consumer. Yeah. That's not really, but uh, <laughs> but I was watching. I wasn't a part of Create Houston. I'm still not a part. Shout out to Trey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll play it. But, um, but no, that first event that you guys did was amazing. Um, and, I mean, me and uh, my friends back in Dallas, we held an event as well. And I hope one day we can, we can collab no, and no. do something, bro, because what y'all did was very similar to what we did. No. But I love what y'all created. For real. That was that was the I think my favorite part was that um, mental health one. No, for real. They went crazy. Went crazy. That was perfect. But yeah, August twentieth, be there. Be square. Don't be a square, please. Um let's see. Favorite verse or worship song. Um, you know, it, it's crazy that I do not have my favorite verse memorized right now. My mind, yo, I, I this week has been crazy. My favorite, so, my favorite worship song will be Here is in Heaven. Oh, that's a good one. I think my favorite worship song is Build My Life Build by my Tribal. Life. Bro, every time I hear that song, I am just, hmm. what? Here as in Heaven and and Build My Life. You trying to sing it real quick? No, I'm just playing. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the singer. <laughs> I'm going to relax. Wow. I'm going to give my favorite verse. Um, Isaiah forty one ten. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Mm. Oh, that's powerful. That is. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Okay. That's that's that. I gotta go back and read that whole that whole book again because I was I was just started reading, bro, and that was that was hidden. All right. Um. We got two more questions. Um, these questions are very, I love them. First question is the importance of Christian friends and who you surround yourself with. Super important. Very important. Um, Bad company corrupts good character. Yes. But also, I believe that we shouldn't avoid ourse- avoid surrounding ourselves with those that aren't Christians, right? Yeah. Because you're going to put in, put be put in situations like work, for example, like everybody's not going to be, you know, mm-hmm. I deal with that right now, but it's the, the importance of living out your Christianity in those friendships that are not Christians. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you're going to 
show people how, you know, what a Christian is like. Yeah. If they see it through you, if they like you, they're going to start questioning. Hmm. I need to actually follow what he's doing. Yeah. Because he has such a such a light about him. Yeah. So I think like it's very important. I've surrounded myself with a t- like all my friends right now are Christian. Yeah. Like that's that's my my main circle is Christian. Yeah. But I also have an outside circle who is also not, you know. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes have that conversation of yeah. religion and we go back and forth about like not go back and forth, but have that have that dialogue of what my belief is and what their belief is, which I think is is like amazing to have, you know. Yeah. Um it's just like I said, being that sh- I feel like for that, say the question again. Uh, the importance of Christian friends slash who you surround yourself with. Um, I feel like it is super important to have Christian friends because I feel like we are sharpening each other right. every time we hang out. Yep. And like you said, is it super important to be a light out there? Because mm-hmm. the the Holy Spirit is is on you and and I use the Holy Spirit as like cologne. Mm. It can rub off. Mm. Mm. Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh. And it can just rub off of somebody. And if you're in that surrounding and they know they know that because back in the day, I mean I used to get teased going I used to go to church too many too much. They I used to be teased. But my my relationship with God reflected onto Ooh. them. Mm-hmm. You know, around them. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's important to have all multi groups. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is for sure. Um, These next questions I loved. Uh, How? Okay. On the topics of friendship, how to navigate friends or I'm sorry, how to navigate them when a friend might be backsliding to old habits. And I'm about to give a very Christian answer on this. I'm about to give a very, very Christian answer on this. How does God handle you when you backslide to your old, backslide to your old habits? Dang. Without judgment. Yeah. Accepting you always. Yeah. Right. Like God will never tell you, do not come to me because you have gone back to porn or do wow. not come to me because you have gone back to, to lying or wow. judging. Right. So accepting or being there for your friends, um, showing them that you also suffer from backsliding to old habits. Let them know, be vulnerable. Yeah. Like, Hey, I deal with this as well. Yeah. I need you to hold me accountable so I can also hold you accountable. Yeah. Let's be accountability partners. No, that's great. That's the best way to do that. Dang, that's real good. Yeah. What's the, what's the second part to that? Um, mm. How long to keep them accountable slash signs of knowing when it's best to just let go. Man. Again, we're going to go back to God on this nah, one because don't. has God ever let you go? Has God ever let you go, man? Hey. Well, we, said, we said it the last time, so check it out. God, God doesn't ghost us. <laughs> We ghost God. We ghost God. Come on. So don't ghost your friends, even if they're backsliding, because they need us. Right. They need us. But do not look at what your friends are backsliding on. Mm. Look at what you're backsliding on. Dang. And be vulnerable with your friends. Say, hey, look, I am backsliding on this. I need your help. What are you? Ba- what are you backsliding on? Backsliding on, so I can That's hold good. you accountable, and you can hold me accountable because I need help. And they they probably open up to you like, hey, I need help too. Dang. Thank you for opening this door for me. That's good. So, um, what's the last question? Yeah, that was the last <laughs> question. We we definitely had to lead that one for the last because that was that was amazing. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We are officially back. Um, I yes. do have a trip coming up. 
so we will try to get as much as we can uh out to you guys to continue to listen to us um, and be enraptured with this podcast yeah. um again stay tuned we are coming soon with a few episodes that are on on the file drive yeah yes. <laughs> i can't wait for y'all to hear these but we love you enjoy and stay full of joy